on the road again just can't wait to get on the road again the life i love is making music with my friends and i can't wait to get on the road again hello and welcome to this episode of travel stories from the back again and gone podcast again being recorded in the beautiful home office of chateau relaxo florida tonight it's part two of our Chris Brown interview where we continue our discussion on the COVID block party neighbors of his, our pets and how they affect our video conferences and just how to survive being stuck at home for almost a month. Thanks for listening. Is there anything you miss about not being on the road? Uh, yeah, my points for hotels and airfare that help me do my vacations. <laughs> That's exactly, we, I had a call with, with a, I had a call with a couple other guys. He said, not only is my 401 going down, but my points balance and I, my points hit on the 28th of the month. And I was oh. looking, cause I mean, we've got the companion pass. So Jackie flies oh, for yeah. free. Yep. Yeah. Sure does. Yep. For so years, right? for up to a year. With that oh yeah. Thing. Yeah. We've had it for about two or three years. We, I did the math. I think we've saved thousands you know, we flew everybody to Chicago between points and, and I, it just, yeah, it's worked out well. Now speaking of, of um, points and, and whatnot, has Marriott done anything to extend um, medallion status? Like Hilton has basically given everybody almost 24 months of, whatever status they're at right now has Marriott last time I checked Marriott had not, have they done anything like that? That's what I'm just checking. I was just logging into my emails to see what's come through. I know we got a, uh, like a COVID update not long ago, but I thought, um, trying to see if they're doing anything for members. Yeah. We extended the expiration of nights, uh, to December 31st by one year so okay it looks like they're extending everything through next year 2021 so that's pretty cool and you're a uh, De- you're a delta guy right so delta i think both delta and united have extended medallion status i'm waiting yeah, for southwest waiting for southwest to do something i hope they do and you know the one thing um hello delta if you're listening not that any well maybe you are because you're not doing anything else right now uh I love the way that Southwest does their companion pass. I have a companion pass, but it's more of a companion ticket. So uh, she could travel with me like one time from what I've gathered. It's not like the Southwest, you've earned it, now take someone with you uh, for like taxes. And I wish Delta would do something like that. That would be pretty, unless I'm just, you know, I just now hit gold. Of course, I hit gold this year. I was like, oh man. For the first year ever, because I knew what kind of travel I was going to have to do this year, I'm like, I might actually make it platinum. No snowballs chance of making that this year. So no dice, uh, and, and never going to happen. And I had some good. I pretty much had my. We I had a trip to Arizona this month, which was I'm looking forward to. I was going to Putacana. Oh, oh. Yeah, and of course that got that got whacked. But I real, I mean, I pretty much had figured out I'd have the companion pass by early summer. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's going to happen. We'll see. We'll have to, we'll have to see it on, on that. And actually talking about Delta, they, they found that 48 Delta pilots have tested positive for COVID. Oh so uh, they're throwing around the word cover up. <laughs> so, but you think about it. I mean, 
Um, you know, a pilot uh, nowadays, you don't see as many of them that shake your hand when you go off and on the plane, but you know, you have gone back 10 or 15 years, that would have been a real concern. Yeah. I don't think it is today, but you're right. It sure is. And 48 pilots, most of them are over 40 because they like experienced pilots. Sure. Uh, right. And you want those guys in those cabins. Um, and this is a disease that, or, I mean, a sickness illness that, you know, I think when it first started, you track that timeline and everybody thought, oh, if you're, if you're over 65 or 70, you're done, right? If you get this and everybody else go to the beach, right? Which they did. Uh, brilliant. But now the data is coming back that, no, it really doesn't care. And yes, it's top heavy because of where it started, right? If you think about China, you think about Italy, Italy's got the oldest population right in the world. Yep. Got them, you got uh, the Greeks getting pounded on this, the you know Spaniards, everything. Those are all older cultures, uh, which of course it's going to affect the people respiratory wise. It's not a surprise. Uh, same with the Chinese. But when you get here to the States where we're still relatively young for the most part, right? Because we've only been around a couple hundred years, not a couple thousand years. Uh, then you start to see it just, I mean, that was kind of the truth hit the wall, right? It's like, nope, everybody's fair game. Uh, you just got to be careful. But these pilots, uh, kind of glad it's happening now while everything is at a standstill so they feel better and get better. I think, you know, as you start to take a look at some of these cures, fixes, temporaries, whatever, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on, on podcasts, <laughs> but when they talk about, uh, you know, the azithromycin and zinc and the uh, hydroxychloroquine being all used together after the military, right? You vaccine military first, then your first responders. I would, I would imagine that transportation, your, your trains, your trucks, and your, your airplanes would be next in line because there's going to be a lot of movement going on when everybody can finally get out of their buildings again and hit the streets. But it'll be interesting to see our culture you know, from what we've seen before, it takes us a while to forget, but eventually we do forget. And we go back, you know, you, you, I hear this question asked a lot, will we ever return to what it was? You know what? I hate to say this, but yeah, I, I kind of think we will <laughs> because yeah. what's, we're Americans for one. Now, the world might stay where they're at because they're a little bit sharper than we are in this aspect, but Americans, we have that swagger. We have kind of a once you kiss my butt kind of attitude that the world does not care for every once in a while, like a lot. But quite frankly, I really don't care because we are that way. And I think we, I could very well see us go back to not necessarily shaking hands. That might actually be the one thing that we stop doing, which will really kill me, but you'll still be hugging people, you know, and whatnot. But the handshaking and the casual stuff is going to, I think probably subside, but we go to sports arenas, you watch sports, we go out and dine, you go to movie theaters, where those places are going, they will take a hit, but I don't think it's going to be as big because we're going to look at this eventually, and like Fauci says on the news every day, the game changer is the vaccine, the game changer is the vaccine. Once that vaccine hits, you can toss all the social distancing rules <laughs> out the window Everybody burns the masks and we don't go backwards. What was the line from the movie Stripes? We've been kicking ass for 500 years. You know? Exactly. Come on, we're 10 and 1. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. And I actually, I was reading an article from uh, 
Politico, they and I love they asked 34 big thinkers, and I love that term big thinkers because all I could think about is uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle, the cartoon. Yeah. Um, but they said that you know things that were going to change was I don't know if I agree with this one. Electronic voting will go mainstream. I don't see that. Um, they said. Do you do? Not yet. No, Not I yet. agree with you. I don't yeah. think so. Not yet. Not this go around. I mean, they're yeah. talking about going back to paper and chats. Yep. And I'm like, oh boy, here we go. And yeah. I live in I live in Florida. You remember what that left us left, left us with last time? So. Yes, I do. Um, a reviewed, uh, I'm sorry, revived trust in institutions, which I kind of agree. Everybody that's ever had my email address has sent me an email letting me know how they're handling the COVID, including the pizza guy down the street. Right. Um, oh, gosh, yeah. 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 Uh, new kind of patriotism. Um, I, you know, like I said, we're America. We've been, we've been, you know, kicking ass for 500 yeah. years. Less individualism. I agree. I, I'm, I am famous for making the joke that all the introverts in the world have been preparing for this their whole life. But I even think that they're kind of starting to realize that, you know what, I can't go out. What do you mean I can't go out? And then the last one was a healthier digital lifestyle. And yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, I think, yeah. and it may be, I, they should have probably added healthier slash productive because we're doing everything, you know, through webcams and phones and iPads that we weren't doing a month ago. Very true. And more and more are, you know, Steve Jobs said when he was alive that the, the, the greatest technology is the one that fades into the background, right? And meets art and technology at the same place. And I believe that to be true. And the more we become familiar with it, these cameras, you know, you talk about going to get webcams, it's literally built into almost everything we use today, right? There's some laptops that still don't have them, hence you order them and have to go buy them, uh, or big screens, right? But all that stuff gets embedded. It becomes easier the more we use it. I think you're going to see quantum leaps in communication and speed of business. I do believe the economy is going to come back. I, I buy into the fact that we're going to bust 30,000 probably fairly quickly on our way to 35,000 on Dow Jones. So uh, oh, yeah. all this pent up demand, the change of business. There are some businesses where like, uh, like we discussed earlier, we're kind of business as usual because we don't sell a physical product. I don't need to go and shake your hand to get the contract signed. We're signing up partners right now a couple every month, few every month, and I don't even meet half of them. They're, they're phone calls and webinars, and we send DocuSign. And it's yep. like, here you go, here's contract, and it's back in minutes. And then we countersign, right? The boss does, and boom, we're, we're done here. And we're, we're looking at launching uh, virtual launches. So we've got a couple of uh, partners right now we're about to spin up, and it's going to come down to how many people do we jam up on uh, GoToMeeting or whatever the platform is going to be, right? Um, this past week, Thursday, I trained 41 sales reps and I got another 35 to go uh, just in one swoop. Yep. And so, you know, you're going to start rethinking the, the way that you go. And then the time that you do get to spend with people, I think will actually even be more valuable because you're not going to focus so much on the little things or the little piece, like uh, the little crap, you know, the, the, the basics of learnings or the basics of anything, you're going to be going out there into a much more aggressive meeting or a little bit higher level meeting or something really, truly pushing the envelope. 
And you'll also have time just to get to know people better. And I think we'll want to by then too. Uh, but you're right, it'll be a healthier relationship and you'll actually probably find yourself unplugging more once this is all over. You'll force yourself to because we're yeah, going to live in this stuff for a while. I would agree. I, you know, I, I said I had a webinar with 30 people on it a month ago. I maybe would have had 10 you right? know, because everybody, oh, we're so busy. We can't what, stop. Are you kidding me? But yeah, I think I think yeah. there is going to be a lot of... Uh, introspectiveness and, and, and reflection when, and, and how we do things and how, how things are done that, you know, then you're yeah. right. You know, that it's, it's the, it's the bigger picture moving forward. Yeah. We don't do very well when we're constantly in motion. It's funny. We got a, a webinar tomorrow that we did uh, a dress rehearsal on a little bit earlier today. Uh, the panel did. And when I went on this morning to check our uh, go to webinar, there was like 37 people. Now I was on there for less than 60 seconds. 90 seconds, checking everything out. And then there were 39 people. So then I get, uh, the, and that was right around 8, 39 o'clock this morning. Then I get an email at one o'clock this afternoon that said, this reminder email went out to 91 registrants. And I was like, wait, what? 91? We went wow. from 39 to 91 in like four hours. Steve, we've sent emails about this just twice. Yeah. Yeah. And the first one that went out the door was last Thursday night. So I'm like, wow. So I think what you're going to see is exactly what you're seeing too. These meetings are getting bigger yeah. and people are realizing they have the time to now attend because I don't have to drive cross town or get on a freaking plane to get somewhere. Yep. I that's, the, that's the other one. There's probably 15 of my team across the country. I've, I've got the Eastern zone. We probably have five or six. In between everybody traveling and getting on a plane, I mean, if you're going to the airport, you're out of commission for a minimum of three hours. By the time you get there, TSA, blah, blah, blah. And that people do yeah. have the time and they're, and they're finding ways to make the time. And that's the one thing I wish is that we would standardize on some kind of webinar platform because I have downloaded GoToMeeting, Zoom, Teams. Well, we're actually, we, we, we migrated from uh, Lotus over to Teams in the last three or four weeks, which I'm like you, I, I, I'm really, I'm enjoying teams, but yeah. it's like every time I turn around, somebody's got some new web client they want me to download for a meeting. And I'm like, some, I had Skype. I haven't had Skype on a, on a PC in years. I had to download Skype the other day. Oh, well, well tell them to use teams. It's in there. You're right. There's a lot of, uh, we'll, we'll measure this by the COVID emails and the new uh, web, web platforms. Um, I mean, we're looking at platforms to have virtual meetings, right? Uh, and I don't mean just meetings, mean I mean get-togethers, right? Mm -hmm. So there are there are these things that are rising out of the the chaos that are going to better our lives, but also, of course, cause a little bit more confusion. I think the biggies are here to stay. Zoom, I like Zoom. I've been on Zoom a couple of times. I know that they're going through some growing pains right now. I don't oh, think yeah. they thought they were going to grow like what is it like two thousand percent or whatever it is or 200% in like a day and a half or whatever. Go-to meeting, we saw a little bit shaky in the first few days. It started to iron itself out. But uh, again, hats off to teams. It has appeared to be the most stable out of all of them. And so we have meetings with uh, our contingent down under and across the pond, and we do them all in teams now because – it's just you hit the button and you're on, man. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's definitely easy. Yeah, all that integration into one, and I, I'm taught I've got it on another 
another episode that I was talking about how things have changed. I used to use an app called AnyDo because it integrated with everything. And now with Teams, the Teams app does everything I needed to do in one shot. Yeah. I mean, we we're going to look at the competitor run, right? The one that with the plaid wrapper and yeah. uh, we almost went that route and decided not to one because teams were, we're a, we're a gold partner is already included, right? We already had, so we're like, ah, we'll kick it around see how it happens. It's like last year. And now a year later, I'm like, wow, uh, they listen. They've been listening. I still want more granularity in my ability to tune alerts out. But it's definitely, you can tell they are listening, building, improving on a fairly regular basis on that application. So I'm glad they are. Well, uh, and, and you're in the software game. So that, I mean, you understand the importance of that is, is you know, know your audience, but also in turn listening to your audience and yeah, what they have to say. It's huge. Chris, anything else you want to add? Uh, you know, uh, just a couple of things. We've been asked, uh, we're doing a, a series that, um, on remote business and, and how to use platforms for remote business. And one of the, one of the blogs we put out not too long ago was uh, just some things to remember while you're working out of the house, things to think about. Right. So uh, for those of you who are literally tearing your hair out, trying to get into your house and figure all this out, one, don't be angry at your dogs. Okay. <laughs> uh, everybody now knows that because we all know we can judge if dogs, if they're a dog person, they're great. And if they're cat people, you can judge them as well. So if you hear a dog barking in the background, probably a fairly straightforward person, good people. Um, and everybody has them. So they're always going to break up your meetings. And they're, they're just like kids that cry. The only ones they bother are really the parents because they're tuned into them. Uh, other people just don't care for the most part. So don't worry about that. But find your, find your quiet place, okay? Whether you uh, choose to use a spare bedroom or a big closet or parts of the living room or whatnot and box that off. That's your area for work hours. And that is the next point is make sure you have work hours. If you're nine to five, if you're eight to six, if you're 10 to midnight, that's fine. Uh, one of the things I saw that was great was post the hours for your family. Let them know you're actually working, right? But then also remember, you've got to take those breaks during the day. Make them just like an appointment because let me tell you, working out of the house is stressful. It's extremely stressful and can be. And if you do not take your breaks, you'll burn out faster at your house than you will in a car on your way to your job. So it's very important to, that life-work balance is uh, extremely important. Uh, so yeah, drink a lot of water. Uh, you still got to wash your hands. You can still touch your face because it's only two of you in your house for 30 days. You're both good. It's clean. It's clear. Yeah, I, I, I never yeah. real, I never realized how much I touch my face, but apparently yeah. I do. <laughs> uh, your, your internet speeds. Um, good luck between like eight and one when all the kids are getting all their downloads from school. Uh, so plan your work, right. And then work the plan. Uh, other than that, also you can use, if your screens are too small because work gave you a too small of a computer, see if there's little slots or holes in the side, send the pictures to your friends and see if you can't connect that to a television and take over the TV for a while. That makes a great monitor. There you go. Okay? So uh, you can always see big enough and you can always, you should never have eyesight problems working out of your house. Uh, just, you know, commandeer a piece of electronic. It's okay. And then, Take, take time out 
to seriously meditate, lay down, take a nap. It's okay because you're going to work later than you should have. Uh, but enjoy it while it's, why it's there. And really don't be afraid to go online or call people and learn more about what they're doing. What are the little tool sets? What can you automate uh, in your, in your you know, uh, workflow? What can you use on an iPad or your, your computer that makes your life easier because you have enough adjustments to do? So other than that, uh, that I guess you can order contactless pizza. Is that what you I, said earlier? Yeah, no. Domino's. Yeah, I don't know how they do it. And, you know, they just, I don't know if they just throw it in your driveway and you go get it. But wow, that's cool. Not sure but how that. Oh yeah, man. As usual, uh, no crazy traveling stories. Just crazy, insane pandemic stories to make our lives a little crazier. I guess you don't need to be on the road to have some good stories. No. And I, and my guess is we probably won't have any from April, but let's plan to, uh, I love this term circle back around, um, the early, yeah, early part that. of early part of May and see where everybody's standing. Well, as I always say, Chris, always a pleasure. Um, we go back a long, long way and it's just, it's always a blast talking to you. Everybody else. I usually say travel safe, but none of us are traveling. So just be safe. And thanks for listening. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics. Thanks again.